Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors. Derm, dude, hit them up for all your beard, body, and tattoo needs. Gridiron Coffee, thank you, Mr. Brad Lord. Two Pilots Distillery, Kurt and Renee. Nobles Networking, Mr. Chris over there. Appreciate you hooking us up with internet. Uh, Williams Tire, go check out the big guy in Danville. Our management company, Red Circle, thank you for putting change in my pocket and getting us hooked up with corporate sponsors uh, that run – before, during, and after the show. Today, I got some awesome people with me today. Um, I'm going to start out with the most important one today, and that's uh, Mr. Jason Johnson. Um, he runs uh, Project K9. Uh, Jason, how you doing today, brother? We're doing great. I uh, just want to say thanks for having us on. It's our second time on the show, and uh, you know, this time we're coming back with some really big news and a really big event we want to talk about. And it's a whole lot more professional than the uh, the first time you was on. I was still figuring <laughs> mess out the first time you was on. Yeah, we'll get through it. We got through it. We got through that one. We'll get through this one. And we just really appreciate, you know, you taking the time and, and telling the world about what we do for retired police canines and military working dogs. I love what you do. I absolutely love what you do. And it's a pleasure having you on. And uh, he brought along with him today. Uh, first time I think I've had somebody from Hollywood in here. And he probably doesn't like that. But, you know, he's from Hollywood. You've been in movies, and I haven't been, so you're Mr. Hollywood to me now. Uh, Mr. Rob Mays, everybody. How you doing, brother? Good to see you guys. Thanks for having me as well. I'm sorry you're going to be the one who catches crap today for being Mr. Hollywood, but uh, I'm also very envious. Uh, I saw where you were in Thor, and I saw the list of movies you've been in. I don't think I have ever wanted to be anybody on the show before, but I wanted to be on the set of a Marvel movie and you got my ass kicked in that one. Man. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, that was, that was a blast. Only on board for a day and a, or half a day rather, but uh pretty cool project and a, a good family to be a part of for sure. That's more uh half a day's more than the rest of the world though. <laughs> <True that>. <laughs> <laughs> how was it? Uh, how was it hanging out with Justin Long and, and uh, Jonah Hill and all those guys and accepted? <laughs> was that a good time? In acceptance. Yeah. Yeah, well, sorry, different that's, movie, that's, that's different movie sucks, but uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they're great guys too. You know, yeah. <laughs> Excuse Lee Tucker over here. Sorry, uh, way ass. to stick your foot in your mouth, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was accepted. I'm sorry. You, that's what you get for thinking. Yeah, uh, and then also uh, co-show host is on here a lot now, Mr. Neil Mullis. Uh, thanks for joining us today, big guy. Glad to be here. You're here just to make us look better. Pretty much. Uh, so <laughs> let let's get it kicked off with this. Lee, tell this man you're sorry. You just stuck your big ass foot right in your big ass. I really thought it was a set. I'm sorry. That's what he gets. I did I didn't know. No, that's fine. I didn't know. That's what he gets. I wish he was here to kick your ass right now. Um, anyway, for this (laughs) that was uncalled for. Uh just play it. Mr. Jason, uh, you have got an event coming up that uh Mr. Rob and Lee Tucker are involved in that uh, I'll be coming to, and uh I can't wait. Um, I love what you do, but give people a little bit of a rundown of December. I'm not December, January 25th and uh, everything that you're going to have going on to, uh, to help these canines. Yeah. So we're going to be at the Nashville palace on uh, January 25th. It's a Tuesday. Uh, first of all, we want to thank the Nashville palace. They gave it to us. They donated it to us at no cost for our organization to use. It's a huge venue. I know Lee, you've probably been out there and Josh, you may have been out there. Oh, I love it. It's awesome. We, we got it all night. We got it all day. It's closed down for us. They're letting us use their staff, their bartending staff, their, their management staff's helping out no cost to us. 
And, uh, you know, we we're putting on an event to help what our cause is at Project Canine Hero. So those listening to the show who are not familiar with us, we're a national nonprofit that helps retired police canines and military working dogs with medical care, food, death benefit assistance, rehabilitation, rehoming, and adoption. And we have 162 dogs in our program. We have over 200 applications. We have a 177-acre facility here in Tennessee. And we take in dogs here who don't otherwise have a place to go, might be euthanized, might be put down because of the behavior after their service to our country. And money raised from this project is not only going to help the dogs we have here in Tennessee, but the other members we have all around the nation. And, and a lot of the dogs get to retire with their handlers, but that doesn't mean when they come down with cases like cancer, lymphoma, need a leg amputation or something like that, that they have the money to pay for it. Maybe they're a a deputy sheriff in a small town in Georgia. We've, we've helped many of those. Maybe they're a, a state trooper in New Mexico, or maybe they're a military member out in Washington state who just got out of service trying to go to college and doesn't have the money to pay $10,000 to save their hero. That's where an organization like ours steps in and helps. And uh, money raised from this concert is going to help all the program members we have currently, and they'll help us put more program members in and help us uh, build our, the rest of our facility right here in Tennessee. That's awesome, dude. Besides for Mr. Rob being a part of it, who else is going to be a part of it? Yeah, so we got some special guests. Um, we're going through a little bit of change on our host right now. We had Tyler Maine, you know, from uh, – he was Michael Myers in Halloween. He, he was Sabretooth in the X-Men and professional wrestler. He had a, he had a, little, a little issue. He's not going to be able to make it, but we're, we're looking at some other hosts for it. We got Miss Tennessee, the current Miss Tennessee, 2021. Uh, Elizabeth Graham going to be out. Sold. She's a big Sold. Yeah, she's a big – She's a big uh, supporter of our organization. She's been down to the facility twice here, working with us, hanging out with me and the dogs. And, uh, you know, we got a bunch of pictures on our, our media. Uh, she just ran for Miss USA where she uh, came in top 16. Um, as far as the artists go, you know, Lee Tucker, I think, I think he pretty much leads the list. I mean, the guy sang and co-wrote the song Kathleen, my favorite <laughs> country song of all time. Oh, Rob, uh, have you ever heard Kathleen by Lee Tucker? I'm gonna play it right after this. Do you have an? Yeah. Ex? You can you can call it Catherine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you do you, uh, <laughs> do you have an ex that you hate, Rob? Man, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I'm on pretty good terms with most of my exes, uh, and I think that's probably a healthy way to live your life. Well, you might not is. you might not feel this song like some of us do did. <laughs> but, that's, but that said, yes. <laughs> she she doesn't know it, but yes, yes. Yeah, Keep close. Hey, that's how. You, yeah, trust me, same way. Um, you got Mr. Dustin Heron too. That's playing it still, right? Yeah, oh, Dustin. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Big fan of Dustin. I mean, yeah. I've been hanging out with Dustin for years, and Lee, and uh, you know, great songwriters. And uh, you know, on top of on top of those guys and, and Rob, we got Daryl Worley, who a lot of people know. Daryl Worley is huge, huge, huge patriot, huge supporter of our law enforcement and military. I mean, from 9/11, who doesn't remember? Uh, you know, his most famous song there, "Have You Forgotten," right? Yeah. And so. He's got, a song, had, he's got a song that has made me cry time and time again. Remember the song, I Miss My Friend? I do. I do. Oh, my and, God. Uh, we're going to get Daryl to play a couple couple of his hits and maybe some you know some stuff for us. I just recently got to spend some time with him at the Charlie Daniels event, the Journey Home Project, and I got to talk to him privately about it. And, you know, when he found out we were doing, he agreed to, to come on with us. And, um, you know, I couldn't be more proud to have Daryl just because of uh, – you know, some of the music he's put out over the years. Uh, we're, we're super excited about that. On top of that, I just talked to uh, Ashton Shepard this week, uh, Alabama girl. She's great artist, singer, songwriter. Lee, I know you know who she is. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And uh, Ashton's agreed to come on up from Alabama. She's going to drive, make a special trip just to be a part of it. So um, just getting her up on the list. I, I just spoke to her two nights ago and uh, she's going to come up and be a part. So we're kind of getting her added on top of that. We got uh, William Michael Morgan. He's got some, some good songs out there. We got Josh Kaiser. Uh, Josh is a, a great up and coming artist. Yeah, he's Clint awesome. Daniels. Clint Daniels. I know Lee, you know, Clint written some I John love Hardy Clint. Hits. Yeah, man. Clint's yeah, Clint. written, uh, he wrote Broken Heartsville by Joe Nichols. Okay. I love that song. Some of it by Eric Church. Yeah, man. Yeah. Awesome. Already, yeah. I, I think I've already met some writers around you. Yeah, he also wrote, uh, he's got a good song he wrote with Kristen yeah, Kelly it. also. Yeah, yeah, man. She ain't in it by John Party. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorites. So, you know, in, in this event here, we're going to have a couple rounds. Lee's going to be in one of the rounds. Rob's going to be in one of the rounds. You know, Daryl will have a round. We're still adding names. We're still putting people in. But, you know, the idea is, uh, and we'll be sharing the link here throughout the show, but the idea is is for people who can't make it in person, they can, we have a virtual event. They can watch from home. They can still bid on the auction items. We're going to have an auction. We're going to have vacations. And we got a signed football from Nick Saban. For I uh, know yeah. you guys are not Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that for us to wipe our ass awesome. with? <laughs> yes. You can do whatever you want with it. I mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping me, you pay top dollar. Hold uh, it right there in the studio. I, no, I promise you, you wouldn't want me to buy that football. <laughs> I like Nick Saban, though. For real. I mean, I do. Yeah, I are like you going to like Nick Saban if they I, beat I us on Monday? I don't have a problem with Alabama. I have a problem with their fans. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I have a problem with most of their women. Uh, yeah. I don't like Alabama people very much. Uh, but anyway, no, keep going with the other stuff. We're being assholes. Yeah, so we got we got the we got the silent, we got the auction. You know, you can watch virtually if you can't make it in person. And for those who make it in person, we got corporate opportunities. We got uh, we're working with some corporate sponsors right now. Mercedes is one of them. Uh, Lipman Distri- Distributors is one of them. Heroes Vodka is one of them. Uh, we're working with a, a couple other brands to get them involved in there. Uh, again, the Nashville Palace for just donating. We're going to be doing some stuff with Sobro Radio there in Nashville. Uh, oh, recording yeah. Some, uh, recording some stuff. They're going to do it. I know, Lee, you're probably familiar with that. Josh yeah. might be, too. Kyle Kramer, and, those guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think we're working with Ralston. Oh, okay, cool, man. Yeah, I love him, too, dude. Yep. Yep. And, yep. and so we got a lot of good stuff going on. And, you know, COVID and end of the year and Christmas and all that, you know, it's hard to kind of promote these things. But I appreciate you guys having us on. We're going to get the tickets sold. We're, we're still trying to get a few even larger names in there, you know, to try to help get those people from around the nation who might not be as familiar with the Nashville scene to watch from home. But, you know, just because uh, if someone's listening, they may not have heard of Lee Tucker. Or they don't know Rob's name. That doesn't mean they don't put out great music. If you go to you go to any of your favorite places to listen to music, listen to what they got. Everybody's got great music. It's going to be a heck of a show. Uh, regardless if it's a big star has got a number one hit or not. And that's what I'm so proud of that we're putting together such a first-class show for people to listen to and raise money for our charity. Well, everybody's name that you've mentioned that's going to be playing there. Uh, if you come out that night, you're going to see something different than you go see full, seeing full band anywhere. You actually get to see songwriters, hear real music from the artists, hear, hear stories behind them. It's way I like it way more than going to see full band nowadays. I'd much rather go see what you're putting on than anywhere yep. else. Yeah, and especially especially with the Nashville Palace, right? I mean, this is a historic venue. Randy oh, yeah. Travis started there as a dishwasher. I think yep. anybody who's everybody at some point in their life who's a star played the Nashville Palace, I think. They got it's pictures a, all a, over the wall. 
Yeah, it's the coolest little honky tonk. I absolutely love it. That's the one behind school boards, right? Uh, it's the in one front in, school in front of school boards. In front of school boards. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely love it, dude. It's one of my favorite places to go. Yeah, so we're we're super excited about that. A um, lot of stuff going on with our organization. You know, we got um, Canine Hero Act. We're trying to get in Congress. Where I'm trying to write a law that changes the way retired federal police canines and military working dogs are treated in retirement by by holding the government accountable to help them pay their bills. Uh, just for give you an example, I'm a veteran. I'm a disabled veteran. I served my country. I have the VA program. We have military working dogs here who have similar issues, health, mental, physical, whatever, and there's no program for them. They put their life on the line for over a decade. And when they get out of service, um, nothing. They get nothing. And so it's it's my mission in life to change that. And anyone who follows us, you know, and follows us on social media knows that I work very hard every day to do that. I pay attention That's great, to man. Yeah, Rob. Uh, what? 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 Before we, I ask Rob this question, what's the link that you were talking about a while ago? That way, people can go ahead and start paying attention to the link and keeping their eye on it. Yeah, the best way the best way to find us is, is just go to projectcaninehero.org. That's our website, and right at the top banner, we have a link that takes you right to the page, and that's going to uh, show you where all the artists are, how to get tickets, how to uh, sign up to be a virtual guest, uh, to get a corporate sponsorship, VIP tickets. Look at the artists because that's changing every day. I mean, we actually updated it this afternoon. And so, um, you know, projectk9hero.org. And not only can you just find out about the concert, you can find out more about our organization. We have a shop with a lot of apparel. Uh, we have children's books, hoodies, hats, tumblers, all kinds of things. Learn about our heroes. Learn about uh, things like our Canine Hero Act, our Canine Hero Awards, and all the great things we're doing around the nation. That's awesome, dude. Rob, what made you want to get into this uh, when they reached out to you? Man, I, I, I absolutely love what, what Jason is doing, <clears throat> and, 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 and for a few reasons. I mean, you know, selfishly, you know, my, my best friend is, is my dog. You know, I've got a boxer, and he's losing his legs, and he's getting old, and, you know, we've all been through that. Uh, and he didn't serve, but he's, he's certainly served me well. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super, super grateful, and I think he saved me a number of times just in my civilian life here. Uh, you know, I spent a couple of years at the Naval Academy. Uh, I'd planned on uh, going to the SEALs. And after about two years at Annapolis, I decided to leave and uh, move to New York and uh, play one in movies instead. So that was a hard decision to make. But uh, a couple of years after leaving the Naval Academy, I got the opportunity to, to, to play a Navy fighter pilot in a true story movie called Burning Blue. And uh, that was kind of my... Um, <laughs> My, 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 my gift, my thank you to all the guys that I, you know, served with for uh, the short two years that I did. And um, the military and, and our police force is, is very near and dear to me. Uh, it's necessary and um, it's, a, it's a very, very good thing. And the more that we can raise awareness for it and support, uh, all the better. That's cool. Uh, I did not serve, but one thing I've tried to do ever since uh, I got popular on social media five, six years ago, is I always try to boost up the people that did, did and let their stories be told because they deserve way more recognition than my fat ass does. So I, I appreciate it about you. I, I like that, that you, you know, you want to go out of your way to do this. That's cool of you. Yeah. Jason, thank you for what you're doing, man. It's, a, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. And thank you for, you know, uh, your, your service there in the Academy. I, I know how that is. I've had a lot of friends serving the, in all the academies, um, it's not easy. Uh, I actually had an opportunity to go to West Point right when I first came in in 1993, and I wanted to be an enlisted uh, soldier instead. I was an Army military police officer, and um, 
I kind of felt if I went through the academy, uh, it would have been West Point. It was my opportunity. Uh, I wouldn't have came out anywhere near the top of my class to be an MP. I would have just been at the bottom and I would have have uh, not gotten, you know, some of the assignments. And and, and I was looking at well, the I don't know, man. John, John McCain, I think he, he, he graduated bottom of his class and he did okay. Yeah, yeah, he did all right. But Unless you're into conspiracy one, theories. <laughs> one oh, boy, uh, down the rabbit hole we go. Yeah. Oh, I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But, but anyway, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And, uh, you know, it, it's great that uh, you're giving back now. And, uh, and, and, and for you guys doing the show, too, all you guys. You know, uh, it's one thing about some of the places. I know when I'm in Nashville, I hang out some same places as Lee. Uh, whether it be uh, the Live Oak or the local uh, are two of my hangouts. And they're very supportive of the military and police. And I yeah, don't man. think I could ever be in a place that wasn't, uh, you know, personal friends with the owners of both both establishments. And, uh, you know, that's that's the one thing that makes that city great and those venues great. And I can't say enough great things about the Nashville Palace because what kind of venue of that size allows an organization like ours just to have it for the night at zero cost? Yeah, wow. I, I didn't realize that you had it. For, I didn't realize they had donated it to you. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I, that's I great. A, I have a two-part question for you, Jason. Uh, number yes, one, uh, what what do uh, people have to do in order to buy tickets to, to the event or to get into the event or whatever? I'm thinking about buying tickets. I don't know if I'll make it. But I'm gonna buy them because I like what you're doing. Well, if you wouldn't, I'm a dog if, if you wouldn't have been pissed in about five minutes to answer that, what's, <laughs> oh, okay. what, what's yeah. the second part okay. of that question? Second part no. of the question. <laughs> Ignore the first part there. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, what what do people have to? Has anybody asked him about how to adopt the dog? Not yet, but we're getting to it. Rob is like, what the fuck did I get into? This is the most unprofessional <laughs> well, thing. I, I, I keep forgetting I'm on your show. I'm just watching it, having a blast, man. It's yeah, good. yeah, No, no, no go, go ahead. That is a very good question. Neil wants a dog and a ticket. <laughs> Not necessarily in that I order. Need but... date. I need a date. It's what I need. I need a dog and I need a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you take the dog. But, uh, it's okay. What up? Uh, I guess number one is what would you have to do in order to be able to adopt one of these dogs? And then a lot of people, well, maybe not a lot, but me myself, like what, what is the majority of the breeds that you have? Sure. Sure. can answer all those. So to get tickets again, it's project canine at the top of our website. We have a link that takes you right to how to get tickets. Now, even if you can't make it, uh, we have virtual tickets for uh, you can watch at home and with a virtual ticket, not only can you watch at home, you can also participate in our auctions. So virtual ticket, we'll have a virtual MC, uh, all that's going down on that. So that's the way to do that. As far as the adoptions, we have uh, about 10 dogs out here right now. Some are unadoptable and some are. We just adopted one out on Saturday. Um, each dog's different, you know, whether it can have to go to a home that has no other animals, no children, no cats. You know, uh, sometimes you want some experience with these working dogs um, because the breeds are German Shepherd, Belgian Malinois, Dutch Shepherd, uh, Labrador Retriever, and we have a couple of German Short-Haired Pointers. Uh, once in a while, we'll see a Bloodhound in too, but most, almost all the dogs we have out here consist of a German Shepherd, Dutch Shepherd, or Belgian Malinois, all 10 of them. So um, they're all active. They all need room to run. They all need space uh, to be in. And, uh, uh, you know, we look for people who have fenced yards, you know, a couple acres, uh, no small infants in the home, uh, stuff like that. As far as, do you have to vet the people? 
Do you like I do. do you do? Yeah, there's an application. I uh, wrote the application about 50 questions. So it's on projectk9hero.org. At the bottom of the page, you'll see uh, a pro, uh, program application and adoption application. You click on the adoption application, you go through there. Questions like, you know, what's your experience with working dogs? Do you have a pool? Do you have a fenced yard? Do you live alone? Do you have any allergies? Things like that. And we look for the perfect applications. Uh, I can tell you, if I have one adoption, I'm going to have 400 applications. Uh, most people don't listen to what I put on my social media. I know you guys follow me on social media. I'm pretty explicit. Must have this, like fenced yard, no kids, no other dogs. And then, you know, 97% of the people will have those things and apply anyway. And so I got to weed out the 3% who uh, actually have what we're looking for. Now, yours, but, is a, um, yours is a nonprofit, right? It is. It's a national 501c3. We're registered in all 50 states. We, uh, we started in 2016. For those who don't know, uh, after I served in the Army from 93, 98, I was a SWAT police canine handler in Washington State for 10 years. And uh, I did that. 2008, I got recruited by a company called Blackwater. Yeah, I worked in Iraq and Afghanistan. I was a dog handler for the United States Ambassador. I did explosive detection details for everybody from the U.S. president on down. Uh, over 100 and something missions, red zone in Iraq and Afghanistan. And then I uh, got recruited to go to the ATF. And I became an academy instructor in Northern Virginia at their National Academy. Trained dogs for the CIA, FBI, Marshals, NGA, all kinds of different three-letter agencies in the U.S. military. And then I went to Homeland Security and worked uh, kind of with the dogs you guys see in the airport who are screening passengers for explosives and stuff. And after about my 24th year and about 2,000 dogs, I thought to myself, man, who's helping these guys in retirement? You know, When they're done with their service, who's there to help them? And I felt after my couple decades of service that I had the experience, background, and knowledge, and enough pull in this world to make a difference. So I quit my perfectly good government job at the age of 41, and I got into running this nonprofit. And I took $500 in my pocket 2016. Still in the government that year, 17, I quit my government job, made uh, $500,000. 2018, we did $1.5 million, did $2 million in 2019, $2.5 last year, and this year we're going to do about $3.5 and every year we're growing and every year we're putting in new members. Last year we put in 50 new members. This year we're going to put in another 50 new members. And so uh, events like this is what helps us do it. Get on shows like yours, what helps us do it. Having guys on like Rob spreading awareness out there in Hollywood. That's what helps us do it as well. Explain. That's a hell of a story, Jason. How, how, many, how, many, how many folks do you have on staff? Can I ask that? Very few. Uh, <laughs> we work hard. You know, the first year, I, our first three years, I volunteered. I was just doing contract canine work around the world, and I volunteered. 2018, my dog Flash was the uh, American Humane Law Enforcement Dog of the Year in America. We were in Hollywood. I was there at the Beverly Hilton. I got the big award. We got on TV a lot, Hallmark, Today Show, all that. Started talking about what we we're doing. Uh, started having to hiring people. Um, but basically, we got about five full-time employees now. Um, you know, when you're making a couple million a year and you're, you're, you're trying to help as many dogs as you can, you cannot manage it on a volunteer staff. Um, you need people to help you with uh, your receipts coming in and out, uh, getting events like this together. Uh, volunteers are great, but they just, you know, they're there to kind of volunteer on their time. When, when we're running an event like this, uh, we got John Guthrie, who some of you guys might know. John's our vice president of operations. Um, you know, he's the one that hooked us up with getting you on board and, you know, hooking us up with different things going on because I'm working on a TV show out in L.A. right now. I'm going to have my own show come out this summer. I can't disclose the network yet, but it's one you guys all know. We got the Canine Hero Act. We have the Canine Hero Awards. I'm actually going to be out there filming with uh, GAC. Um, our Canine Hero Awards are going to air in February. So we have a lot of different things going on. It's my job as a CEO and founder to, to get the message out there. And uh, you can't do it alone. 
and you can't do it with volunteers. You got, you got to have qualified people and qualified positions to make sure things are running right. Uh, when I'm, when I'm doing shows like this to make sure we probably got two or three dogs in the emergency room today, you know, it's nothing for us to drop $10,000 in the day on medical bills for all of our dogs in our program. That's exactly what got, I was. That's exactly yeah. the next question I had you had for you. Yeah. Explain to folks listening what it costs to keep up with these dogs day in and day out. It's that way. Cause I know when you say $2 million or whatever, but when you have 50 something dogs or however many, it probably, yeah, 162. Wow. So it's, it's, that's gotta be the medical bills alone. Dog food out of the, should be out of this world. Yeah. Well, we commit, when we commit to them, we commit for life. And some of them are coming to us with cancer already. So, uh, we've had dogs in our program who have been diagnosed with cancer then that police department has decided to early retirement or backdate their retirement so they didn't have to pay for it, leaving $10,000 bills or more on the handler. And as a former handler, government employee, military personnel, that's just not right. These people are not making that kind of money. What they're doing is putting them in a bad position to either one or two things are going to happen. They go into personal financial debt with their own credit cards trying to pay for it, or the dog goes without. And it's my job to make sure that neither of those happen, that we're going to raise money through our 501c3. We're going to pay the bills at hundred percent. If it's $10,000, you know, for those of you follow me, you see me out there trying to raise it. We raise it, we pay it, we work on the next dog. So it can be, it's nothing for us to drop 50,000 in a week. Um, and you know, we have a great direct mail program. Uh, we got a lot of different events going on. Um, and, and, you know, this is just one good way for us to spread awareness, get in with some bigger sponsors. The whole goal of this, guys, is for, for everyone involved is to make it an annual event. Um, I, we're in pretty good with the Nashville Palace. We know it's a great venue. If they let us use it again next year, we'll, we'll work on getting more artists. We'll work on getting more sponsors, and we'll just make it bigger and bigger. Yeah, we'll make sure it gets bigger and bigger. I know that, uh, you know, I just appreciate you coming on the show, taking time to, you know, do this and kind of explain to people. Um, I did not know until me and you first met, probably back in February of last year, all that you do for these animals. It is, it's literally mind blowing. I was blown away for the longest time that how you just said that some places will backlog or whatever backdate the dogs, uh, the years oh, yeah. they work with them. And then you take it, it up, you and your organization takes it up without any questions asked. That's, dude, that's not all heroes wear capes. All I can tell you. Yeah, you know what? And, and, you know, we'll just talk about military working dog Rosso out here. He protected the last two presidents, Trump, Trump, and, Trump and Obama. And uh, he uh, did 10 Secret Service missions, uh, deployed overseas Operation Inherent Resolve. He um, protected the president of Japan. When his time was up, uh, they were going to euthanize him because he had some unwarranted bites. You know, he bit a lot of people. You know, he, uh, he's that salty veteran. If he doesn't like you, he's going to let you know. And uh, even, even with all that service... Uh I, I couldn't even – I was sitting here waiting on Neil to say that I want him. I couldn't even – that's why I was staring at his big ass the whole time. Yeah, I can't – does, does he feel the same way about in-laws? You know what? He likes He likes one person, and that's the person that handles when he hates everybody else. But I can't let him leave here because he can get himself in a world of trouble because the, the government called me to take care of him. And I take that pretty seriously because I want them to keep calling me when these things happen, if you know what I mean. Is that what and, you meant when you said earlier, too? You said that some dogs, I guess, I can't remember the exact words that you used, but some dogs are ready to go and some aren't. Yeah, they're like Rosso's not adoptable out here. Uh, the safest place for him out here is this facility where he can't hurt anybody. Tell you him take about him to the, your house. Uh, go ahead, finish that. I'll say you take, you take him to your house, you know, neighbor walks in the door and he, he don't like the way they look, smell, wink, 
and he'll grab them, drag them to the ground, and they'll be an ER visit before you know it. Tell them about your facility. Tell them about when you say this is the best place for Roscoe. Tell them, describe your yeah. facility to them. Yeah, so so we have 177 acres out here, uh, Tennessee Mountaintop, uh, Marion County. Marion County is between Chattanooga and Nashville. And we got plans for a, a huge multi-million dollar rehabilitation rehoming center. It's six different buildings. We're working on a 14-run kennel. Uh, you know, Rob, when you asked um, about the staff recently, we hired a licensed vet tech. We have a full-time licensed vet tech here every day, seven days a week. And that kind of shows other people what our commitment is to the health and safety of these heroes, that we have a, a qualified medical professional, make sure they're getting their medicines they need, that they're in good health, that they're exercising, that the food and everything that they have is being over, overseen. And uh, that was something I was doing by myself for years. And now we got 10 dogs out here today, I believe. And, you know, we, we need that. We need to make sure that they're taken care of and their health comes first. And so that setting us apart right there, Josh, because we got a licensed vet tech on scene. They do canine dentistry. They do uh, their cannabis consultor for consultant for uh, canines for their medical health. And they do canine massage. We have all that right cannabis. Here. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Our licensed vet tech, uh, her name's Rihanna. She's a, uh, a certified cannabis consultant for the for the dogs in our program. Is that just dogs or people too? Because I might need no, to get a for, number. It's just for dogs, uh, but uh, you know, uh, I think that uh, you know you and Rosso can hang out a little bit, and maybe he can he can tell you what's up. I don't want to get high with a dog now. Not even pointing. <laughs> like I just feel like that would be the coolest thing. Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of breakthroughs over the years, and, and I say that I used to be a DEA, you know, drug force task force canine oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry i'm sorry and, 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 you know we found millions and millions and millions of pounds of, of marijuana in our life but uh, i think it's no secret that the breakthroughs for the health especially for dogs joints these dogs that one of the main things that retire and have are their joints you know the working dog's body doesn't go the same thing same thing as your pet uh my dog flash who i had who won the law enforcement dog of the year um she had three thousand deployments 3,000 appointments in her career, 2,200 fines. I would say she searched 10, 20, 30, 40,000 vehicles in her life. In and out of buses, tractor trailers, side of the highway, all those things. That's a wear and tear on a body. And, you know, there's a lot of breakthroughs in medicine. And we're here to make sure they have a good retirement. And for me, I'm just going to make sure these dogs are healthy and comfortable and living out the best life they can. Well, when you said cannabis, it made me think about it dealing with mental health as well. And something that me and you were talking about is not only yeah, true. not only are you, you know, handling or taking care of these dogs, but you're also helping the mental health of the previous handler. Explain explain that to folks when you told yeah. me yesterday. You know, so a lot of people think, hey, Project Canine Hero, it's an animal organization. Not necessarily 100% true. We're also helping first responders and military veterans. And so when you think about this, when someone applies for services with our organization and let's say their dog needs to go some chemotherapy and that chemotherapy treatment plan is $6,000, well, almost all of these dogs being police and military are handled by first responders and military veterans. Uh, a lot of them are active duty. Um, so when we, when we take on the bill, that means we're, take, we're relieving that active duty or that veteran um, personnel from paying that bill. Um, maybe, maybe that dog helped save their life overseas. Maybe they're going to do whatever they have to do to make sure this dog's taken care of. Uh, a lot of times in the military, you can't go pick up a second job. Well, if they don't let you pick up a second job, how are you supposed to pay the bill? 
but they're not going to pay it, even though it worked in the military. And so what we're doing is taking that mental stress off that family that can cause stress within, within the spouse or with the children or with the job or with just anything all the way up to leading that could leading to a suicide. And we're relieving them of that financial pressure, that financial stress, because we're going to take care of that bill for them. And they don't need to worry about where that $6,000 is going to come up because we're going to work with guys like you. We're going to hold events like this. We're going to raise the money and we're going to put it towards the health of their dog. Dude, that's so, that's so cool. Uh, do you have some stories about some of the dogs that you pre- presently have that are adoptable? Yeah, any we ba- should do. Any background on any of them to kind of reel some people in? Yeah, yeah. So we got canine ammo here. Ammo just got here this week. Uh, he was found in a shelter out in Colorado. Um, he was about a six month old Belgian Malinois, someone who got a, you know, saw a movie, thought they wanted a working dog. They got a Malinois and I thought, oh man, this Malinois isn't for me. It's kind of like Neil sitting over there. He thinks he wants one of these, but he doesn't. He doesn't want one at all. He wants no part of Rosso. He thinks he does, but he doesn't trust me. He's, he's a handful, but these people, you, you know, sold they, him when you said it was Trump's dog. It didn't matter if the dog ate his damn arm off. You now he wants it. They don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, he may want it like that, but he, he may not want the stitches. But right. um, uh, anyway, uh, you know, he's out there. Uh, a, a trainer came and looked at him. The dog was going to be euthanized. Thought, man, this this has the opportunity to be a good a, a good police dog here. So he went through training, graduated great, became a dual purpose, you know patrol narcotics detection dog out in Texas, went to an agency called Demet PD, and Demet PD is between Amarillo and Lubbock, for those who have been out that way, and uh, handler kind of left service, got a second handler, was chasing a ball, slid under a truck, compressed three discs in his back, they thought he'd be okay, um, you know, gave him some time off, then he got another second evaluation from a vet and said, hey, if this dog keeps doing bite work, it has a chance it could paralyze itself, 30% chance it may never, you know, it, it, it may not be able to uh, walk ever again, you know, something could happen, narrowing out the spine. So they decided to retire it. The department that time, the, the handler, that second handler left the department. So now the dog doesn't have a handler. The chief asked the original trainer, hey, can you help us out with this? We don't know where to put the dog. A couple of weeks go by, he says, hey, I'm going to have to put this dog down because we don't have a place for this dog to go. They call me from Texas and say, hey, Jason, this is a situation. Can Project Canine Hero help? Of course, we can help because he's an actual police dog. That's one of our, you know, things. They have to actually be a police dog or military working dog. He served our community, served our country. Absolutely. They drove it out here for us, out here all the way from Texas. His name's Canine Ammo. He's on our social media right now at ProjectCanineHero.org, Facebook, Instagram. You can see pictures of him up there. And he's going to be 100% adoptable to a good home. He's just got a lot of energy. He's only five years old. But there's a story of a dog twice escaped being euthanized. Found his way here. We're going to make sure he goes to a forever home. We're going to make sure his medical bills are taken care of for, even with those compressed discs in his back and the narrowing of his spine. I, I got a question. Go ahead, I got Rob. a question. So, you know, you, you adopt a dog and say mm-hmm. that dog did, you know, some, some drug interdiction sniffing, okay. right? Yep. And, and the person who adopts the dog, you know, like to smoke a lot of weed or something. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically. What, 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 you know, is that, is that a concern for, uh, no, not at all. Not at all. And I'll tell you, when these dogs, these dogs are like a switch, these working dogs, they turn it on, they turn it off. Some of them leave the switch on all the time, but unless you kind of engage them into work, you know, sometimes you could like for fun, you know, work them. But when we adopt dogs, we make sure no one's going to work them. We try to adopt them so they're going to have a good retirement. But if they go to an owner that says, that says has marijuana in their house, 
the dog doesn't care. You know, they're just there to be a dog. And if you want to put them in a search mode just to keep them mentally sharp, you know, they could go out and find something, but it, it doesn't drive them crazy. They, they just want to lounge on the couch. You know, uh, if anything, if, if you lost your weed, maybe you can put them, put them back into, put them back. You're into never going to lose that baggie it. again. They adapt well. They, they, um, they don't but, care. It'd be, it'd be very easy to find that guy. You know, I'm talking about the guy you don't know at the convenience store. Oh, yeah. The one that's definitely standing out for, for a reason. Since we're, since, and, since we're, and since we're not live on the recording, I'm going to put this phone up here. Can you guys see this Dutch Shepherd laying right there? I can, yeah. Okay, that's K9 Yubi. K9 Yubi, as you can see, while I'm on this podcast, is passed out, sleeping here in the office. Uh, narcotics interdiction, highway interdiction, I-75, stopping those drugs going down to Georgia. Chattanooga Police Department probably had thousands of searches. She went through six handlers in her life. She's a national ambassador here. Yubi uh, found herself in a situation where she didn't have a handler anymore. They all went to a dual purpose dog and she was a single purpose narcotics dog. And, you know, some changes in the unit. One person got promoted. Next thing you know, Yubi didn't have a handler. She didn't have a home. She's living in a kennel down at the firing range for six months by herself until they call me and ask if we can take her in. Now she sleeps in my office. My point is I show you that, Rob, because she don't care what's going on around here. She's sleeping. She's chilling. Unless I get her up to, to flip her into work mode, um, she's just a dog like any other police dog, relaxing and enjoying their time. That's awesome, man. And if somebody was to adopt a dog through y'all, you have the background on every one of these dogs to where you know their triggers, you know everything that sets them off to where you – if the dog is adoptable, you can walk these people through and train them yes. how to actually own that dog, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's right. And so what we do out here is why, why like, Amos out here right now, we got another dog coming this week. We're learning those triggers. And what are those triggers? And part of the adoption process is to physically come here to our facility in Tennessee. When I said we're building the Rehabilitation Rehoming Center, one of the projects we're working on, and that's a multi-million dollar project. No way is this concert going to pay for it, but it's going to help us spread some awareness to other sponsors. Um, we're going to have two adoption cabins. And so let's say, let's say Rob, you know, a year or two down the road, working with us and says, Jason, I'd really like to adopt a dog. I want a German shepherd. I find the perfect dog. He comes out, he comes out here. He stays for two days out in our cabins right here on facility works with our, our team, our licensed vet tech. We're, we're showing how to leash it up. We're showing how to load it in the vehicle. We're showing how to take a walk. We're showing how to feed it. Mo almost every dog out here is on medication. We're showing how to issue the medications. Dog can stay in the adoption cabin with them. They're about a thousand square foot cabins. They're not built yet, but it's all part of the plans, what we're going to have here on the 177 acre facility. And this is how we make sure that that dog is going to the right home and that family or that person's adopting the right thing for them before they ever leave this property. That's amazing. It sounds like you do it the right way. I mean, it really does. It sounds like from start well, to finish, you do it the right yeah. way. Uh, and I'll say this. Remember when I said my background, I started in 93. I did, I've never done anything else in my life. Uh, this is my, uh, I guess would be my 29th year I'm getting into now. I've never done, I've never had a job outside of this field. And I, I would, I didn't quit the government to 2017. And I kind of done everything in the military, police, overseas, federal government stuff that I thought I wanted to do or could do in those 24 years. But I would say, Anytime before that, I would have failed. I wasn't ready. I didn't have the Rolodex. I didn't have the experience. I didn't have the knowledge. But now I feel, you know, that we've done all those things and, and I'm trying to set it up the right way. So look at all the things I've seen out through the years, how other organizations or other federal agencies were doing things. And I'm trying to do it different. For example, we don't reimburse anybody. 
We don't reimburse anybody for any bills. If, if you got a medical bill, you're one of the 162 dogs in our program. Uh, our staff calls the vet directly and we pay that bill over the phone. So they don't have to worry about paying 10 grand up front, send us a receipt and pay it. We don't do that. I've seen that happen a lot. I didn't like it. And if you're in the military or law enforcement, you don't want that money changing your hands anyway, trying to make things clean. And you may not have the 10 grand up front. So, the, you know, just give me an example of the way we do things to make sure it's, it's, user-friendly that everybody involved and we're making it clean. We're making it, you know, it's a concept that I'm working on and changing every day to make sure these heroes are taken care of. Dude, you, I'm telling you, is there any more organizations like yours? I've never heard of an organization like yours. Yeah, there's a, there's definitely a few out there. We're different in some ways, but there's definitely a few that helps pay the, re, the bills for retired canines. There, there's certainly those. And when I say a few, it, it, there's probably less than a half a dozen. Uh, ours, ours do things a little different with um, some of the things we're working on is the real health of the, the police canine in retirement. And we're, we're taking them in here. Uh, you know, I think a few others after the year started doing the same, but to have the facility we have where an agency can call us and say, hey, we got a dog. We're going to have to put it down. It doesn't have a home to go to. Can you help? We have the kennels here right now that people can go on there and see pictures of, uh, you know, either on our website at projectk9hero.org or our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Project Canine Hero and see these great temporary kennels. These are our temporary kennels. And we're trying to build the 14-run permanent kennel. Has the indoor play area, has the vet tech room, has the bathing, grooming room, all of those things. So we're working on all of that that makes us different. And not only do we have the Canine Hero Awards are going to be on GAC this year, we got our own TV show coming out. It's going to be huge on a major network. Uh, we have the Canine Hero Act. So I'm using my background in police and military and federal government. And I've already written law. It's already been out once. It was, it was released uh, a few years ago by Congressman Ron Wright out of Texas, 6th District of Texas, uh, Bill H.R. 5081. But he passed away uh, a year into it. And when Ron Wright, Congressman Ron Wright passed away, the bill died with it. So I helped rewrite it last year. Horrible year for politics to be really releasing a bill in, in Washington just because the way things are going. But I have it ready to go. I have some congressional members on my side, and I'm hoping 2022 is the year I'm going to re-release that bill. And we're going to help try to get some funding from the federal government to make sure that these heroes who served our communities and our military are, are helping get some of those bills paid for like they should, just like us veterans do. That's awesome. Rob, do you got any more questions for Mr. Jason or anything you would like to, to say before I kind of yeah, wrap Jason, are you are, are we going to have any any of these adoptable dogs at the event on the 25th? Yeah, it's a great question. And uh, we are. We're going to have about five or six of them there. So wow. we have K9 Yubi, who you guys had a chance to see. People will see our national ambassador. Yubi will be there. One of the most famous canines in America will be there. as K9 Mattis, from, retired from Alpharetta PD, Alpharetta, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. Mattis has got 4.5 or 4.2 million followers on his TikTok. Uh, just a huge, I was live with him last night on their Instagram. Got a huge following. Mattis has got some great stories. He got hurt in the line of duty uh, himself, got a purple heart. He'll be there. K9 Dean, who we adopted out of here uh, with uh, Jenna down in Georgia. K9 Dean came from Customs and Border Patrol. He was going to be uh, put down. He lives in Noonan, Georgia now. Uh, K9 Grimm out of uh, Waterloo, South Carolina is going to be coming out. We just paid $7,000 for emergency surgery uh, this past month for Grimm. He'll be there. Military working dog Umbro will be there. So we got, and what I plan to do, Rob, is between every intermission of like the rounds of the, 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 the singers and stuff, uh, while they're kind of changing out, I'm going to get up there with an individual dog, 
We're going to talk about their story, going to introduce them, tell them what they did for the community, how our organization helps them, and how people can help us, whether through donation or the auction. That's incredible. I got a question about the rounds. <clears throat> yes, sir. On these rounds, are they going to be like normal riders rounds, or are we getting up one individual at a time and, and doing it? Or do you want no? They'll be they'll folks, be like so. riders rounds. We'll we'll okay. have uh, three three or four people up there on stage at one time. Awesome. Uh, probably probably go through you know a few songs each without throughout that hour. Then we'll we'll take you know a little intermission. We'll get a new dog up there and get let people switch out. Yeah, man. Um, and so uh, you'll be up there. Uh, God is. I don't I don't know if Kathleen's appropriate for this venue. Uh, I don't figure it would be. I got plenty but, of clean stuff too. It's just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We know you're, you're, you do. You do. And we'll get we'll get Dustin out there to play some. And I was lit. Rob, I was listening to some of your music today uh, before here while I was working. So got some good stuff out there. I mean, every you know, like I said, people listen who don't maybe heard of some of these artists. They're all great. I mean, everybody knows for us who hang out in Nashville, there is so much talent in that town. It is ridiculous. Crazy, we're, we're blessed to have a lot of it here. I think we're probably going to end up with over 15 artists. Uh, just trying to manage who we're all getting in there. So there's going to be plenty of talent to go around. Uh, we're looking for a few more big names, like I said, you know, yeah. and uh, to help uh, up at the, the top. We even trying to do a little VIP after thing. We got that front room, guys. So for everyone's been in the palaces, the front room. We got oh, a little okay. after party in the front room. So yeah. at least, at least stick around, uh, you know, and we can do Kathleen up in the front room when the virtual is done and the, and the <laughs> silent Alrighty. auction's done. He's talking about when we're sober. Yeah. When we're real, real sober. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. What about you, big fella? I'm looking forward to all those shots that night. I just know it. What about you, big fella? You got any more questions? Stick your foot in your mouth anymore? I mean, are you you good? Uh, No. Okay. The only thing I will say, did anybody see the TikTok video of the cop? He let the canine out of the car at a McDonald's. Told him to seek the guy, and the canine went straight to the drive-thru window. <laughs> no, it's the funniest man. shit I've ever seen in my that life. That is my spirit that, animal. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I it hate the, the both the, of you. The, the the, none of this is relevant. <laughs> the, the dude that like the dude literally would not get on the ground. He got the dog out of the car. The dog went straight to the drive-thru window. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Jason's dogs do not behave accordingly. If he does, <laughs> I want him. That's my dog. That's the dog I want right there. <laughs> of course you do. That's awesome. uh, <laughs> Jason, a uh, couple things I want to tell you is uh, I'm going to, if it, with your permission, I'm going to give your number to a couple of my friends that are big on TikTok that are uh, more in the con- conservative um, supporting police officers, military type of thing. Uh, I'm going to get them to reach out to you. Maybe they can make some videos and stuff for you. You can invite them to yeah. the event to help out with it. Um, sure. Any any of the names that you mentioned um, that would like to do the show to help promote it, if you'd like to reach out to them, tell them that I'll do any show between now and then to help okay. with it. Um, I just want to help your cause. Uh, I love what you do. I think it's awesome what you do. I got tender heart when it comes to dogs anyway. So, uh, you know, and it's not only that. It's they served our country. Um, I could yeah. joke around and play all I want to on the show and be an asshole and everything, but when it gets down to it, what they've done is served this country when people like the three of our fat asses sitting at this table haven't. So they deserve respect way more than what we do. So 
anytime we can help or anything I can do for you uh, or your organization, just know you got a friend in us and uh, we would love to help. And, you know, we're going to be there. I know me and Lee are going to be there January 25th. um, And we're going to do our best to uh, bring a lot of people to Nashville Palace and uh, and help with the event. How much are the tickets, by the way, for it? Yeah, we're just going through some of the pricing. Uh, So it's a sponsorship. For the like corporate tables and stuff, start at uh, twenty five hundred dollars for the tables there. Then they go all the way down to like just single seats, and you can get a single ticket as low as seventy five dollars. Okay. So anywhere between seventy five and twenty five hundred, we have everything for you. Uh, cool. You know, depending on what level somebody wants to get in at. Um, and for the virtual at home stuff, uh, for the package on that, it's one hundred and sixty, and that allow you to get a link, watch it off in the comfort of your home. You can still participate in the auctions. Again, uh, all that's available, projectk9hero.org. Look at the banner right at the top of the homepage. It says click there for the performance for pause. It'll take you right to everything you need. Uh, well, Mr. Jason, Mr. Rob, it was a pleasure uh, meeting you, Rob. I can't wait to meet you January 25th. Ladies, Rob is very good looking. By the way, he's a smokestack <laughs> of a man. So just saying, you know, y'all come see him if nothing else. Pay attention to the dogs and Jason and Lee and – don't, don't look at me. I'll be drunk somewhere in a corner. Yes. Thank you so uh, much for letting me be a part of this, man. I love you. I love you, Jason. Yeah. Man. Ever, ever since yeah, I, I first met yeah. you, man, we've, yep. we've had some good times. And a uh, good thing is I've, I've actually got a song idea already for us. I know we've talked about writing. Awesome. Yeah. Year, and uh, yeah. I've got a song idea for us. I think you're going to love it. We're going to knock that out this year. And uh, yeah, we'll excited, get, man. I want to get, I want to get Dustin involved. Too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, me, you and Dustin uh, you sit down and, Rob's yeah, welcome to come writers. and jump in too. Love it. I'm down. Favorite. I would not yeah, take man. Rob anywhere with me. <laughs> Why? Because not a damn woman's gonna look at my fat. <laughs> They've all got a fat I, friend. It's I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the pictures of this man I'm earlier. I don't even want to okay. hang out with him. Uh not his play. Jason, uh, thank you. Thank you for doing this for the dogs. Yes, sir. Uh, and and for their owners and everything, their handlers before. I know that it, like I said, the biggest thing that that when me and you were talking yesterday that I hadn't thought of before was the mental health side of it, where you really take a lot off the previous handler and put it mm-hmm. on yourself. Uh, you're a hero, dude. Not all heroes wear capes. Some, you know, scoop up dog shit. Yeah, that's right. And I mean that in the we nicest way it. possible. I mean, it in the nicest way possible. We, uh, yeah, we pick up a lot of dog poop around here. We got well, 10 you, dogs, man. There's no telling how many times you've, you've been bit, how, how you know, all lot. the crazy stuff that you've had to endure. <laughs> You know, um, you, you took on a lot, dude. It takes a, a yeah. badass person. I think, I think, and I do a lot of public speaking and stuff. I, I've said the, the hardest thing to do was to quit my perfectly good government job and risk it all to start a nonprofit from scratch and take it to uh, $500 in my pocket to a multi-million dollar organization in just a few years. And be putting on events like this and getting people like Rob and Daryl Worley and Miss Tennessee involved and sponsors like Mercedes and stuff and Littner Brothers who – who want to put their name on it and, and get behind what we do. So, you know, I'm just appreciative of everybody who supports us. 75,000 donors is what Project Canine Hero had this year That's um, awesome. total. Wow. That's crazy. That's, That's a awesome. crazy number amount of people who have uh, donated money to our organization. You know, whether it's a $1, $5, $100, it doesn't matter. It's still 75,000. Um, you know, so, and for those who are listening, again, we're, we're on all social media. We got, some, we're posting every day, every day are updates on the dogs in our program. Project Canine Hero, you can find us Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, of course. And, uh, you know, we're we're 
glad to be out there. I'm on LinkedIn. I uh, got a huge following on LinkedIn. We do a lot of great business connections on LinkedIn with a lot of other business owners. So it's always uh, good on that. But uh, Rob, thanks for joining us. I look forward to meeting you in person, uh, establishing a good friendship with you and working with you in the future on everything you got. I'm out in Hollywood a lot. Uh, I'll be out there. I think I'm flying out there the day after the concert. So if you're flying back that day, we might be on the same flight. Amazing, man. Yeah, I can't wait to <laughs> shake your hand. I'm, I'm, I'm so appreciative and honored to be a part. So thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Yes, cool. sir. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We will catch y'all next time.